Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louie. And welcome back. This is Issel and a rested, refreshed, back from vacation Louis Rabot. And this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can always visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. And we want to thank uh, Melt 502. And this is uh, our Monday uh, go-to lunch now. Thanks to Murph and his team over at Melt 502 for bringing by lunch to the ESPN Louisville studios, the lunch specials right now. Mention ESPN Louisville anytime between 12 and 3. Get two bucks off of your lunch. Today, um, they've brought by some chicken Parmesan egg rolls. How about that? Uh, located mm. in the heart of Fern Creek, right behind Moby Dick at 6318 Bardstown Road, 6318 Bardstown Road. The building's under construction, but Melt 502 is ready and open for you Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 9. Order online at melt502.com. Bring some French fries today, guys. That would be something I would like to eat before Lent hits on Wednesday, and I'm not allowed to eat for a month and a half. So there you go. All right. Dan, do you have a Monday what morning What are you giving on? up for Lent? We'll talk about it on Wednesday. Okay. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. <laughs> I, I haven't done a, a very restrictive Lent in a few years. And so I, I, it, I, I think six years in a row I went vegan for Lent. Ooh. Including not wearing or sitting on leather. <laughs> I changed my shampoo and my soaps, like everything. Like I did it as restrictively as possible. That sounds like the vitality diet. It was way more fun than vitality. But anyways, the um uh uh, yeah, I used to do stuff like that. So there, there during Lent, I was in graduate school when I was doing this. I had my my office chair was leather. So instead of sitting to work at my computer, I would stand or kneel the entire forty days mm, to forty to do, days to do my homework. So yeah, there you go. Mm. So I got to figure this out something like that. I have a couple of ideas. I'll, I'll let you know on Wednesday. Good. Okay. All right. Do you have a Monday morning moron? Absolutely, I do. Brought to you by our friends at Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com. Uh, soon to have chickens, but right now uh, they do have their uh, their non-GMO, non you know, none of the medications, all the extra stuff that comes with so many factory farms. This is just a family farm. Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com. Great pork, great lamb. Uh, check them out, bucklerfarms.com. Delivery to your house in Louisville, to your house in Shelbyville. To your house in Frankfurt. Don't think about it. Check them out. They got the pork bundles. They got the lamb bundles. Go check them out. Bucklerfarms.com. Dan, who's your Monday morning moron? Uh, well, uh, speaking of chickens, it was almost the <laughs> grocery store because Prime, last time she went to the grocery store, paid eight bucks for a dozen eggs. Ugh. Eight bucks. Ugh. But uh, but Emily and, uh, and and Nate and I will, will get into that business later. Uh, the Buckler Farm Monday morning moron is Patrick Mahomes. Oh. I I don't know <clears throat> where, and, and I want to preface this by saying I'm not a teetotaler, but I don't understand where our culture got into this thing that anything you celebrate, you have to be falling down drunk to do it. 
And I don't know if you saw the the pictures of the parade, oh, the I, Super Bowl I, I, parade in, yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. First of all, he's on a fire truck, and he is chugging beer after beer, and he is so out of it that a guy on top of the fire truck has to hold his left arm to keep him from falling off of the fire truck. The next clip I saw, he's coming out of a uh, porta potty, and he's going over to uh, the barricades to, you know, acknowledge some of the fans. And Louie, he is walking like a crab. He's so drunk, he's walking sideways instead of rock, walking a straight line to, to the barriers. Now, remember, this is a team whose head coach's son is in prison for three years because he was drunk and ran over a little girl who uh, was very badly injured. And he's doing three years for that. And on top of that, you've got your MVP quarterback out in public where he doesn't even know his first name. What a terrible, terrible, terrible example that is to youngsters. The fact that you know, to celebrate a great moment like this, you're so drunk you don't know what your first name is. And that's why Patrick Mahomes is today's Buckler Farm moron of the of Monday. Bucklerfarms.com. Check out the pork. Check out the lamb. They will deliver it straight to your house. I mean, with meat prices the way they are, you may as well get stuff that's fresh from Shelby County and delivered to your house. Uh, yeah, I mean, com. It's not, to and, me, it's not a debate. I mean, it's, it's just the easiest. No, yeah. it, it's great. It tastes great. I guarantee you, you have their bacon or you have a pork chop. You will never buy uh, your, your meat anyplace else, and they deliver it to your door. So the, the young couple hard-working, great people. Support this, people. Support this. All right. There you go. Little Buckler Farms on a Monday. I, I cannot disagree with Dan about that. It was bad. I mean, that, that it's just not. And the other part of it, too, the other moron there is, like, his handlers need to get him away from a crowd. Like, what if he throws up on a little kid or something? Yeah. I mean, he was nah, that drunk, it, right? I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm with you that it wasn't just a bad look. It was a terrible look. And, I mean... Yeah, I, I understand you're drinking, you're having fun, but you, someone's got to get him away from. I mean, you bring up a good point about the Reed family as well, and and you know, just I don't. Yeah, I I, I'm a guy terrible. who just yeah, I was a guy who just drank a bunch of light beer on the beach, but I also didn't have a car, and I didn't, you know. Um, will they deliver to Jeffersonville? You know what? Let me text Nate Texter, and I will find out. If Buckler Farms delivers to Jeffersonville, I I think that's within fifty miles, so I think they'll do it. Um, so let me ask Nate. I'll do that. Hey, you tell Nate. You tell Nate if it's fifty-five. Go ahead. <laughs> plus, plus, it's. Uh, I had such a fun time. You know, I'm. I, I've got an agricultural background yeah. anyway. I love farms. I love being out in the country. I mean, you know. Take an afternoon drive and drive to Shelbyville, and they'll have it ready for you when you get there. I know they're part of a couple of the um, uh, the oh my gosh, the farmers market, excuse me, uh, out there as well. So I know their stuff is available um, in a couple of different places. But like I said, I don't I don't think you can beat the the home delivery. It's just it's so um, it's such obvious, you know, home delivery do 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 six days a week, Monday through Saturday, um, and I mean it. it it definitely mentions you know all the times that I mentioned. So um, I just texted Nate. We'll see what he's doing right now. He may be you know wrangling a pig or something. Uh, man's work. <laughs> as I sit here in a chair and talk into a microphone. Um, but uh, what do you think you'd be most likely to order from Buckler Farms, Young Avery Dale? Uh, de- okay, so I'm more of a pork girl instead of okay. lamb. Fair enough. Um, so I would go for the bacon and the pork chops. Maybe some sausage and use it for breakfast if I'm feeling fancy, but I'm also very picky with sausage. Got it. I know my mom would go ahead and order everything, and I know like <laughs> she's very jealous that she lives out in Connecticut instead of over here because she would so have them ship. So she's like, well, if I'm in town, then I guess I'm going to order ahead of time and stop by. The cool thing with, with 
a group like this too is is you know he's using the entirety of the pig right and so you can get cuts that you probably didn't know um i'm working I, i'm gonna work this out dan but you know we're, we're talking about you know for the the, the first home game for U of L. you know andy has has proposed that we have like an exorcism essentially to get rid of all the satterfield vibes <laughs> Which I think is a very good idea. I'm so down for this. Right. So he thinks like part. all the shows at the at Cardinal St- or uh, the, the the train depot, and then um, you know uh, everybody's down there, and he's like, we should just you know we should roast a whole pig, and I'm like, I have a connection. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we might be able to make that happen. <laughs> absolutely. There you go. So I think that's the kind of thing we'll be doing uh, in the fall. But I mean, th- to give you an idea, you know, you can get a Boston butt. You can get even um do you know what a ham roast is dan i do not yeah so i mean just these different cuts of pork that are really really good so it's essentially a ham but they're they come in smaller bags so once in a while you get a ham and it's like i don't need 12 pounds of of ham like it's mm. not, i don't care if there's 10 people in my house not everyone's eating a pound and a half of ham these are like three four pound pieces um and so they kind of work out you know like family my size like it's a perfect amount of ham that kind of thing so um no they got everything great that would get me a few lunches yeah for you that's a month yeah right yeah yeah. i don't eat much all right um all right so let's get into it here we got the monday morning moron uh out of the way what else do i want to talk about on the show sheet dan what do you mean out of the way that's one of the highlights of the day (laughs) did you watch the daytona 500 got it out of the way thanks a lot um you're right. That was bad verbiage. I apologize. Um, <laughs> did you watch? Do you watch? Do you watch NASCAR at all? I actually don't know this about you. No. Yeah, I don't watch it either. Okay. No. Yeah, I, I, I uh, do you know what's uh, interesting, Dan? Is when and maybe I'm right at the age cut. Like people in Michigan watch NASCAR now, and they listen to country music now. Like that wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Oh no no no! Michigan Michigan's always been a country a country because you had all the people from the south driving up I seventy five to work in the car factories. No, but that gave us Motown. It didn't give us country music. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Michigan I see what gives you mean. Much more Motown yeah. vibes than country. No question. Yeah. When I was a kid, at least there, there were only two things I listened to growing up because my you know your your parents choose what's on in the car. My dad had either NPR or classical music on because he was a geek, and then. My mom had Motown on because she's from mm. Detroit, and that's what it was. And that's like yeah. all of my music exposure until high school, essentially, was that. Yeah. So. My family only listened to two kinds of music, too, country and western. In Illinois? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. The hick from Batavia. There he is. There he is. <laughs> there. There. All right, so let's rehash a little bit. The cat's Oh, beat. by the way, I saw uh, over the weekend, I saw, I, I want to say congratulations. Oh, no. I, I saw a list of the five dirtiest cities in America, and Detroit was in the top five. Way to go. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, what do you want to do? You good? You got, you got it all out? So I said on Friday <laughs> that uh, I, I, I wouldn't walk across the street to watch the Daytona 500. But oh. the fans that they have, they might be the most loyal fans of any sport out there. I mean, the people that love stock car racing and, you know, uh, the uh, Indy 500 st- uh, racing sure. cars. People that love it, I mean, they absolutely love it. For years and years and years, if we weren't playing, Dampier never missed the Indianapolis 500. Mm, okay. But uh, but I I just don't get it. It's just cars going around in a circle. I've been to some of it. So where I grew up in West Michigan, there was a, a racetrack in Marne, Michigan. So the town was called Berlin until the rise of Hitler. And they changed their name from Berlin, Michigan, to Marne, Michigan. But the the raceway there is still the Berlin Raceway. And it's a half-mile track. So if people know their local tracks, that's a big local track, Dan. Usually they're like a quarter mile, something like that. So to have a half-mile track is a substantial minor league-type track. And Johnny Benson, Jack Sprague, guys who went on to NASCAR eventually came out of there. Uh, We would go because my dad would have clients based in different parts of West Michigan and their way of like, hey, thanks for winning a court case or whatever it was. My dad was a lawyer. 
was like, hey, we have tickets to the Berlin Raceway on Saturday. Can you come out? <laughs> and my dad's like, guess what we're doing on Saturday? The guy who pays my mortgage wants us to go to a car race. We're going to a car race. And so um, I, I've definitely done this, by the way, as an adult. Like my, my kids are like, why are we going to this? I'm like, that person pays our mortgage. That's why. And um, and so uh, <laughs> uh, so I would go. The best ones are, do you know what Australian pursuit racing is, Dan? Not a clue. Okay, so you start two cars at opposite ends of the track. And then the first one to pass the other car wins. Hmm. It's very fun, actually. And it takes, hmm. a, it takes a little while to build, but you kind of get an idea of who's going to win. Yeah. And then when they get close, like, it, it's a little less regulated than NASCAR, so there's a little bump in and that kind of thing. It's fun. Uh, that's it's fun. what I was going to yeah. I was going to ask if you can, if you can like, block. Is it like oh, roller yeah. derby? Kind where of, you can, yeah. You, you can block them from getting by. So it's like jousting with cars and no giant sticks? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I, now I will say I think NASCAR is probably a bit like baseball. Now you like watching baseball on TV, but yes. I, but I think even you will admit going to the games, they're not even. It's almost a different sport. It's way mm. better to go in person. Uh, for some things, I, I would say baseball is that way. Hockey's one of those. Hockey for sure. definitely that yeah. way. Right. And I think basketball, if you can sit close enough to the court to be able to take in the speed, the athleticism, and just the what I think people is lost on television is how huge the guys are. Yeah, I mean, you lose you lose like what six nine really is if you're not at exactly yeah, yeah right. because everybody's six nine right, and it just all looks like oh yeah yeah no, LeBron no big deal, and then you see LeBron up close. I remember going to gosh it was like a Wednesday night Pacers game. And the Lakers were in town, and I intentionally got decent seats so that I could, like, it was when Kobe was still playing. And we get down there, and he comes walking by, and it's like, holy cow, that guy is gigantic. Yeah. And he's just gigantic. And then he and he gets out there, and he runs around like he's 5'8". I mean, it's it's unbelievable. So that that kind of stuff I think is really worth it. I think football less. Yeah, I, I would say I, I would say out of the four sports, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather stay at home watch football because you have the – you have the replays and you know it's just i go a couple times a year just to i don't mind going a couple but i would i would probably never be a season ticket holder for a football team right yeah absolutely all right well let's get back into the uk game just because i think people want to you know audience turns over every 15 minutes dan how about that um (laughs) cat stop the volunteers uh you and i are of differing opinions i think this is a it's more of a sweep of a team that Kentucky matches up against well rather than a win you know, over a, a top, top team. Now, you also don't think much of Tennessee. I shouldn't say you know, that you think this is some kind of... I, I, here's what I don't think. I, I don't think that when I look at the rankings that everybody seems to put so much stock in. Sure. And, and by the way, if you watch a game on ESPN, you would think Joy, Joe Lenardi... Sets up the I tournament for agree. the NCAA. I, I mean, it's uh, you know this team's in according to Joe. This team's out according to well, you know Joe doesn't nail it right on the head every year. Maybe not. Well, any and frankly, year. the last couple of years, and I'm not and I'm not disparaging the guy. He's taken a job. He's on faculty at St. Joe's, and so this isn't even. I mean, he's not ESPN full time anymore. Hmm. So this wow. is this is I don't want to say it's like a hobby yeah. for him, but it's not it's not his main gig that he does nine to five. Right. But but, you know, my point is, if Joe Lenardi has your team on the bubble, don't necessarily think they're yeah, don't on freak the bubble out. Right, just right. because it's Joe Lenardi. Um, no, but what I'm saying is that the Tennessee is very highly ranked in all of these different uh, statistics. The net, the quad, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Little ping pong. Um, yeah, and and they're not that good. Right. They are not that good. Okay, and so uh, they come in, they win that game at Florida, quad one, Auburn at home, right on the border, Dan, by the way, of quad one, because I think Auburn's 30th right now, and beating the 30th ranked team at home would be a quad one. But if you beat them, they probably slide out of the quad one, which is why this is not a smart system. And then uh, Vandy's quad three at home, and then Arkansas on the road would be quad one. What do yeah, you think? I don't, I don't care what quad they are. If they go three and one, you'll owe me a hundred dollars. Okay, that's that. where you, that's where you're at. Okay, you'll think yep. they'll be a nine seed or a seven seed or whatever. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. If they go three and one, especially if they win the road games, I will agree with you. 
because then their record will look very different. Um, because then they'll have the six quad ones. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. They'd be nine seed. So there you go. Should I have taken the ninety dollars the other day, Avery? Yes, or, or um... absolutely, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> no, what you should have done was taken the seventy-five after Georgia. That's when. That's where you made your big mistake. Um, text for agreeing with you, Dan. Uh, I agree with Dan, and I don't think Tennessee makes a deep run. Um, uh, as well, um, people did want to ask: Do you do you regret, or how do you feel about the bet today? Obviously, you are feeling very good about the bet today. Yes. Okay. So yes. you do you do you, do you think they go three and four the rest of the way? Three and one or three and one? Excuse me. Thank you. Uh, That's good. Maybe. One. Okay. I think they go two. I, I, I think the two that I would put, although as I said earlier, the Vandy game scares me. They're playing really well. Um, you do wonder if them getting their dudes back, right, their top guys, changes the dynamic of the last game because it was such a walkover in, in Nashville. Yeah, that uh, what's that big guy's name? I think he came from Minnesota maybe. He's their best player, the big guy in the middle. Yeah, he didn't play uh, the last game either. Yeah, yeah uh, he didn't play the last time Correct. Kentucky played him down there. Uh, he, he, here's the one. I, I, I fully expect him to win Georgia – excuse me, Florida and Vandy. Really? Uh, I don't uh, – the the one that will really swing it, if they can beat Auburn, if they can beat Auburn at home, then I think I think they've got a really good chance to go 3-1. and one. Okay, the difference between what you think they'll do and what they should do, what do you think they should do? Win the first three? Uh, yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Is it Robbins? Is Robbins the guy that yes. you're thinking of from yes. Vandy? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. That's <clears throat> I agree. That's he's got – I don't know. He's got Oscar Sheboy type numbers if you divide him in half. Yeah, no, he's their best player. There's no question about it. Now he's got um, half the rebounding numbers. I'm, I'm that's totally talking to you. Oh, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what is this? Stump the stars? <laughs> hey, um, what? You know the other thing hey. that I think is lost lost here in this Tennessee win is you know we have a new mantra. And this came about while you were in Puerto Rico. <laughs> we refuse to lose. Louis. We refuse to lose. Well, as long as you say it, it's going to happen. I agree. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, Cal, Cal had to bring this out from the UMass days. He had to dust this off. Oh, man. Yeah. So that means they're going to have to vacate something this year? Oh, will you stop? Well, you said UMass days. What? Yeah, but those were, hey, Cal was young, naive. <laughs> He, you know, he's smarter than that now. He wouldn't doesn't be, get caught. Wouldn't it be he nice to have Marcus Camby on this team? Uh, Marcus Camby, yep. Be nice to have him on this team. Ooh, now there's a dude that can play. <laughs> he was unbelievable. There's a dude that could play. He was. He there were. He's one of those guys in the '90s where. Sorry, if we were doing '90s talk again. Um, him, Penny Hardaway, Iverson. Like, there were like three, four year stretches where you just. You just sat back and just in awe of how good they were. Marcus Camby was one of those guys. He was awesome. Yep. Yeah. No question. Yeah, he was awesome. All right, he so we, was the whole team. All right, so at Florida win, Auburn to you is 50-50 then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vandy win, Arkansas on the road. What's the percentage? Uh, probably. I'm at like 20. I think they win it two times if they play the game 10 times. Uh, I was going to say 70-30. Okay. Right. So we're close. Yep. Okay, fair enough. We're close. I think the season, as far as our okay, as far as our bet of being a single digit or double digit seed, hinges on the Florida game. Because I think when you're at home, you should you should take care of business, and I don't expect them to win at Arkansas. Yeah. So I think the hinge of the rest of the season is the next game. I, I think I think this. Did you see the score? Now I know it was at Arkansas, but did you see how badly Arkansas beat Florida? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I I think you know. There's did you a see that? Did you see ringing. that? Did you see that score um, when Arkansas played Kentucky? I think there's a little hand wringing <laughs> down in Gainesville right now. I, I think they, you know, woe is us. We huh? just lost our best player. So I think Kentucky has a really good shot there. That would be good. And we will have your post game coverage on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show on Wednesday. Uh, that'll be around nine o'clock. Streetle and Ents. First place to take your calls, text, hear from John Calipari, Wednesday night, ESPN 680-1057, and on the app as well. Um, those are either must-listen or just uh, 
just roll with it kind of post games Re- there. So. Refuse to lose. <laughs> great refuse great to down lose. the stretch, Dan. Great down the stretch. Yes, yes. <laughs> they can't talk us out of the tournament. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I say. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, did you have a banner conversation with Gandolfo last week? Um. Well, yeah, and, and I expressed uh, my my long-standing opinion that they ought to just put the NCAA championship banner up there. Don't put that number one in the coaches' poll garbage. Put the NCAA championship up there. NCAA can't do anything about it anyway. So, but they those kids got a great well, they're not kids anymore, but they got a great <laughs> response, didn't they? Yeah, from the crowd there. That well, was this, cool. You know, I, I got a problem by the way with the morning show here. Another one? I, yeah. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Um, what did Blankenbaker say that was stupid this time? All right. So, so Tim Henderson comes out and he's got his four kids with him, and Deaner says something like, "Whoa, four kids! Well, he's been busy." Um. Hey, guy with one kid, don't slander us with four kids over here. How about I have as many kids as I want? How about that? Slander me with four kids? Ridiculous. And maybe being busy is fun. How about that? How about that? <laughs> How about that? How about that? <laughs> Four kids been busy. <sighs> you better be careful. They have they have more time. They have more time to disparage us than we do them. And I got to sit in a meeting with them tomorrow. After yeah, the they're they're on an hour longer than we are. They they run out of oh. stuff to talk about too. So be careful. <laughs> Uh, so are we not going to play any of this sound? No, let's do it right now. Uh, <laughs> Isla and Louie here taking you up until noon on ESPN 680-1057. Bobby V, live from Durham. He's going to be covering the game tonight on 93.9 uh, for us, of course. Louisville at Duke, 18.5 point spread there. Dan says take the cards. Um, and you've been on a heater lately. You've been on a heater. Did you pick uh, Kentucky to win on Saturday? Uh, yes. Okay. I heard this segment, by the way, so I'm just asking Dan rhetorical questions. Um, Gandolfo was totally right, by the way, about those games. He said Louisville would play well, and he said Kentucky would play well, and he was right about both. Um, yep. So let's play. Do you want one or two here? <coughs> Dan, on the sound sheet, would you rather have a um, can't talk Kentucky? I, I want one. I don't care. I don't care about the guy. I can't, can't pronounce his name. I don't care about that. You can't one. say Gilgis Alexander? No. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Let's go ahead and play Cal I here. over my tongue. You know what people can't do? Find out next. <laughs> go ahead and play the sound. Thumbs is uh, struggling here. Is that a middle Come finger? On, thumbs. Whoa, middle finger. Whoa. No, not the middle <laughs> finger to you. The middle finger to the stupid computer. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Thumbs, we've only been on the air an hour and a half. What I have mean, you been I, doing? I leave for a week. Things just fall apart. I... I I know. Like, I was expecting the computer to decide to cooperate, and it's saying no. <laughs> so, Dan, why don't, you, why don't you tell us what the sound says for the third time? <laughs> oh. Why don't we go to break? And I got it. The, okay, go. I said this, and I'm, I'm trying. You win a game, I don't want it to come across talking us out of the NCAA tournament does not work you either play yourself in or you play yourself so people talking and can here are done and and I just said look don't listen to it I told our fans our fans in that building we lead the nation in attendance we lead the nation in attendance and our fans in that game helped us win that game and so all I'm saying to them don't listen to all the garbage and if you hear it, turn it off, turn your computer off, and just have good thoughts about this team. Because this team is trying, they're fighting, they're great kids. And I've said all along, we were going to break through. We had, we've had two losses that you would like to have back. Just two? Yep. Okay. Yep. No, he's right. He's, he's exactly right. And uh, What are yeah, they? You know, that, so it's South he, Carolina and what? And Georgia. Why not Michigan State? Well, that's kind of in the rearview mirror. 
why not Arkansas by 15 at your home court? Well, that's kind of in the rearview mirror, too. Why not Alabama by 36 points? What's funny is <laughs> he's talking about the two bad losses because of where the people are in the rankings. He's talking about South Carolina was a bad loss because of where they are in the rankings. That's true. And Georgia was a bad loss because of where they are in the rankings. And then he says, don't pay any attention to the rankings. Right, yeah. (laughs) Well, the good news is Georgia's actually up to a quad two team. So, I mean, it it actually, on their resume, doesn't look as bad as what he's insinuating here. Yeah. They have, by the rankings, whatever they're worth, Dan, they only have one bad loss, and it's it's South Carolina. So, well... If if they go three and one the rest of the way, it won't matter in the least. There you go. Yep. Yep. Right. Hey, did you see the picture of Oscar with his uh, SB? I did. Yeah. I How did. about that? A little smile from Oscar Sheboy, a little local SB. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. He was the he was last year. Uh, he was the uh, the college male athlete of the year for our. Re- the thing I didn't know is that I, I guess there's only about twenty stations espn radio stations around right. the nation that they let give regional awards correct and we're one of them um, mike got the uh, perseverant award and uh, um, uh, and marcia was tickled to death when uh, when i gave her that trophy and then uh, but the but the neat thing louie is the award that they get the espy that they get for for winning the the local the regional is the exact same SB that the people get at the national awards. That's the cool part about it. I do have a problem, though. I mean, we have a small problem with the Pratt SB, SB award. What's that? It's already on eBay. <laughs> I'm so glad Dan knew that was a joke. Oh, Marsha Mar- <laughs> wouldn't do that. You couldn't get that SB away from Marsha with, a, say, shot, with hugged, a shotgun. She hugs now. it when she gets up in the morning. Yeah, right. Absolutely. We have Oscar Absolutely. sound? Oh man, I need to hear Oscar. I haven't heard his voice in a minute. Like, I feel like we. I feel like they've been hiding Oscar Sheboy a little bit. Am I wrong? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I am wrong. Okay. All right. <laughs> Louis wrong. Play in Oscar. a game like this against a team like that, how important was that today for you guys? It is big time. It is very important. I was telling them we got to keep fighting, and I give credit to Tennessee. They are, they fight. They did everything they could. They have a good team, but my teammates. We just come in and say, we're not losing today. <laughs> that is the most generic sound in the history of sports. That was it. <laughs> Can you play the question again? Just the question. Listen, to this man makes money to talk like this. In a game like this against a team like that, how important was that today for you guys? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I don't know, but that's terrible. What a, what a freaking... Terrible job by that person. In a game I, like this against a team like that, like that, how important was this? Come on. <laughs> I don't Play it again, I, I don't do it know, again, uh, do it again, do it again. <laughs> In a game like this against a team like that, how important was that today for you guys? <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's so Broadcasting amazing. at its finest. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, Jeffersonville, Indiana, absolutely within the radius coming down from Nate. Good. Bucklerfarms.com. Uh, Texts are saying they're going to be ordering soon. That's awesome. Uh, get involved with them. I, Dan and I want them to blow up. So make them make them have extra work. Go 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 to the website <laughs> Bucklerfarms with an S dot com and look at this young couple. And uh, Harrison is that the little guy's name? Yes, I think I think it's Harrison. Yep. Look, just look at look at the picture of them. And if you don't want to support a young, hardworking family like that. Um, all right. We've talked about them enough. Hey, uh, <laughs> this hour, this hour, of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. And uh, if you're looking for coverage for your employees or an individual plan, uh, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they have the Delta Vision through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. Call them at 1-800-955-2030. Or you can always visit them online at ky.deltadental.com.
Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, final segment here on All Things Instrumental. I'm taking you up until noon here on Issel and Louis, 680-1057. Bobby V in about 20 minutes here. First replay, 3 o'clock, Sweezy and Streetle. Taking you up until 6 o'clock, 7 to 6, local programming every single day. Monday through Friday here on ESPN 680-1057. ESPN Even on holidays. Even on President's Day when all of you are listening in your earbuds, laying on a mattress uh, in a exactly. store, trying to figure out which, uh, which way to go. If you are Dan, you go King. If you are Avery... You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to ask you what size mattress you have, Avery, because that is, a, that is a fireable offense, I imagine. Go futon. <laughs> Louisville women's basketball. Uh, they play right here on 93.9 The Ville across the hall. The cards are back in action on Thursday. They host Miami. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock play-by-play. And 8.30, there will be a postgame with Dave Skull and Chrissy Banta, which means they may or may not win. Uh, Dave Skull, horrible harbinger for that team, unfortunately. So um, I'm kidding, Biscuit. I'm kidding. Uh, they will be there with you. We do have some other play-by-play this week. Tomorrow night, we will have Texas and Iowa State at 845 on this air on 680-1057 as well. So if you're driving around, make sure to just throw those games on, especially as we get down the stretch here of the college basketball season. Would you have Would you have not hung the banner at all then, Dan, if that was the agreed-upon verbiage? Have you seen the well, picture? By, have you seen the picture of it? Yes. Okay. So, did they do a good I, they, job of they, at least uh, making it fit they, in with the other ones? Yeah, they showed they showed it on uh, on the game. Right. They showed some of the halftime stuff with Luke and some yeah. of the other guys, and uh, and showed the banner. Uh, you know, I, I guess I mean something needs to be up there. I mean, if the NCAA thinks that you know they're guilty of a five thousand dollar fine and nothing else. I, I, something needs to be up there. I don't, I, I don't know what else you could have put up there, but I do agree with raising some kind of identification. Do you know what I've always wondered about these kinds of situations is, you know, we talk about, well, they're a member institution. They're a member institution. Why don't you send a letter around and see if 300 other schools won't sign and say they should be able to fly, put the banner up? If it's a member institution issue... Why don't you see if over half of the schools think that you should be able to fly it? But put it up. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. it's truly that, then not only not only do I think they should put the banner up, I think they ought to put the the picture of Slick Rick back in there too. We have one here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Remember that time so, you signed that so, basketball uh, right t- next to Rick Pitino? Remember that? <laughs> you teased us. I, two things I want to do before the end of the show. You teased us. I want to hear, and thumbs, I'm giving you a heads up here, honey. Pay attention. Uh, I want to hear what <laughs> what Kenny said about uh, the Bush League dunk. And I also want to hear the breaking news about Bob Baffert. Oh, you're right. I never got to that. You're right. You, I, you I got so got wrapped up to... in your moron. You know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> That's yeah, we got that out of the way. <laughs> got that out. You're gonna be you're gonna be next Monday's moron for saying that. Well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> well, when I lose the hundred dollar bet is when I'll be the moron for not taking the seventy five. <laughs> Go ahead, Avery. Do you have the sound about the dunk? I think it's got kind of chippy there um, at the end um, after that dunk from L. Thinking back to the pit game where you're talking about the kid on the other team uh, talking trash to you. Just, you know, um, what are your thoughts about, you know, him deciding how to close the game out that way? I wish he wouldn't have closed the game out that way. You know, I want us to be a team of uh, class and dignity. I don't want us to showboat. I know he was excited, you know, but at the end of the day, this program. You have to do the right things. You have to act the right way. You have to finish the right way, not just in wins, but also in losses. Bingo. Bingo. That He's exactly right. He's 100% right, and I'm glad he took that, that stance. Why didn't everyone giggle after he said that? Because because they're media. I mean, the P- they think that's cool. The, You're talking to the a bunch of guys that never, they never played basketball. Louis, they never played basketball at this level in their lives, and yet they know exactly what's going on. You know, the cute little um, 
uh, lay your head on your hands like you're going to sleep. I mean, come up with something original. He he stole that from uh, Steph Curry. He also did it twice. He did it after he made a couple of free throws too. So you know, Kenny's absolutely right. It's it's bush league. And 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 I said before, I get it. The kids played his tail off. He he's been the best player on the floor every game they've played. Um, but still, you got to have some class. You got to have some class. Nothing says class like uh, like four and twenty three. Hey, um, did you uh, did you hear the first part of that question where he asked the question about the pit player turning around and talking trash to him? Yes. Um, and everyone thought that was funny and great. And Kenny thought it was great. Do you think it was great? No. Okay. Why? Why no. is it okay that Kenny was okay with that and not with this? Yeah, I, I, you know, because, you know, what was he? He wasn't going to disparage the kid. But he said he said he wanted his team to act like the kid on Pitt did, and then all of a sudden now, kid goes up for a dunk, does the sleepy thing, and it's not okay. Which one does he want, Dan? Well, no, no, because Louie, what what L did at the end of the game is just not acceptable. The the other team surrendered, and you don't go, you don't run down and dunk the ball when they're not even playing defense. There wasn't anybody on that half of the court. That's what makes this so embarrassing. I mean, talking trash, you gotta if you make a good play in the context of the game. I don't, you know, I was, I don't agree with trash talking, but at least I can see that. I mean, he did something in in the flow of the game when Louisville was actually trying to defend him. This, this, the game was over. They were walking to the locker room when the when L made the dunk. That's the difference. Okay, you want to get to this Baffert stuff? Yeah. Okay. Um. So if people have not followed this, uh, Bob Baffert is a, um, a very, very <laughs> important trainer in thoroughbred racing uh, and has an incredible record in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, he was banned from the last year and this year's Derby uh, by Churchill Downs Incorporated. And a judge has agreed <laughs> with Churchill that he does have to serve his ban. And on Monday, Reincarnate was entered for Saturday's Rebel Stakes at Oakland under Tim Yachtin's name. Arabian Lion, Carmel Road, Hijazi, and Fort Warren were nominated for the Gotham on March 4th under a different trainer as well. So uh, uh, three, of, three of them under Joaquin and uh, one of them under Brittany. How about Brittany Russell picking up one? Yeah, Russell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you don't follow Maryland racing, she's unbelievable in, in, in the Maryland circuit, Laurel and Pimlico. Um, and Timonium. Won two stakes on Saturday. Yeah, she, she knows what she's doing for sure. Um, and so... Uh, are you? You know what's funny? Do you know what surprised me more than anything out of that? Uh, Arabian Line going to the New York route. Do you know the last Wood Memorial winner to win the Derby? Fusaichi Pegasus. Fusaichi Pegasus in two thousand. <laughs> it's been twenty three well, years. I mean, the New York route not, is a terrible way to get to the Derby. They were just nominated. That. That doesn't mean that, that they'll all actually show gonna, up. That's fair. Yeah, run in the Gotham. But but I, um, you know, what's what's interesting is that um, they have spent all of this money fighting this. I mean, I can't. Can you imagine? This no. has been going on for two years. Yes. Can you imagine what the legal bill? Now I know the guy in Saudi Arabia is picking up the tab. You know, Bob's not spending his money on this. Sure. I wouldn't think. Uh, but can you imagine what the legal bill is on this deal? Oh, Clark Brewster's doing good. No, he's eating well for sure. And and in my mind, uh, you know, and there have been opinions expressed on this station differently. That, you know, an injection is different than applying it topically and blah, blah, blah. In my mind, you know, and, and, and he didn't get due process. You know, you, you get due process when the government, you know, says you're, uh, you're a criminal. That's when you get due process. A, a private, I mean, Brewster ought to know that a private company doesn't need to give you due process. They can say you broke our rules and you can't come in. And and so I, I never thought that Baffert had any chance of winning any of this stuff. 
um, but you know, and that's the way it turned out. And after uh, I th- after this Churchill meet ends, then it'll be over. And if he and if he stays clean, he'll be able to run in the Kentucky Derby again. But I mean, he's got like. 22 horses i think that are nominated to <laughs> yeah. the derby yeah. and if you had a derby horse and and he couldn't and he couldn't train it you'd want it you'd want it given to another trainer yeah uh, so I'll, I'll tell you what happened as far as i can tell two things first is he you know gamine gets popped eight months earlier in the september oaks for the same medication okay they come back and then um, uh, Medea Spear gets popped in 2021. It's eight months later. It's the sa- it's the Sunday morning after, right, uh, the next week. And there's all this kerfluffle. Hey, get down to the Bafford Barn. He's gonna make he's gonna make a statement. And because of the rules in the KHRC, he got he got to go to the mic first. Okay, so he comes out and he holds this this sort of impromptu press conference outside of his barn at Churchill Mound. And he says, I don't even really know what this drug is. And he points at Jenny Reese. And this part is a little personal for me because Jenny was one of the people that nominated me to be a member of the National Turf Riders and Broadcasters. She's been on this air a lot. Um, She's frankly been a a very ardent supporter of us and the podcast and all that. Um, She's one of the the older people in the organization. I'm not trying to pick on her age, but she's one of the older people who came up in print media who are now pushing for more. Like we're the first podcasters to get in to the National Turf Riders. And she's one of these people that's like, hey, it's 2023. Like, this needs to be happening. And he points to Jenny and he says, do you know what beta-methasone is? How dare you? <laughs> I don't care how many derbies you won, man. You don't do that. So that's number one. Number two, he goes on Fox News and blames cancel culture. And he does the whole media tour about cancel culture. If he, if he literally walks out of the barn and goes, hey, we don't have a record of this being injected into this horse. It is not part of his... His um, thing, I think he gets a one-year ban. It's done. He's done. It's done. But he goes on TV and he made it two years. No question in my mind. Yeah, no, and, that's and, a great point. And I think if he was just a little calmer in the moment, his last two years would have been really different. And frankly, he would have all-time stable of horses for this derby. He might have four or five starters this year if he had just shut his mouth for a day. Yeah, I mean good that's point. That's, no, that's, un, that's point. an unbelievable lost opportunity for him. And you know what? Enjoy the Preakness and the Belmont because you ain't going to be running here, buddy. No, no, that uh, that's very clear, and you and you'll see these horses going. I would I would imagine that uh, since since he's not banned in California, he doesn't have to shut his barn down. Uh, he just has that to part trans- of it is over, right? Yeah, yeah. He just has to transfer these Derby horses and 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 any other horse that he's planning on running right. at Churchill this meet right if he's got an oaks filly or or something those horses have to be transferred to another trainer correct um but um but you know he he he's not banned from santa anita so i'm i'm sure he's going to have a lot of input even if they go to yachtin or somebody else he's going to have a lot of input in the in the training of these horses um but um yeah it uh, I, I was not surprised whatsoever that he lost this latest battle. There you go. I just, again, I think if he shuts his mouth for a day, yeah, he's no. running like five no. horses in the derby. Hey, it, 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 if you make a mistake, I don't care what field you're in, I don't care what you're doing, you make a mistake, you say, I did it, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. And you'll always come out on the better end of the deal rather than, you know, blaming somebody or, or not standing up to what you did. Right. All right. Well, there you go. He's Dan Issel. I'm Louis Rabot. Life lessons here on Issel and Louis taking you up to Bobby V in about five minutes. Uh, you can get first replay at 3 o'clock. Hang out with those guys. I'm sure plenty of reaction. Uh, Bob was there, of course, courtside for everything on, on Saturday, so I'm sure you'll get his um, personal take on everything and, and seeing the guys again. Uh, Bob was obviously part of the radio crew that broadcast all the national championship run. Um, and, and, you know, it, the only fun part about that, Dan, so I had been in Louisville for four or five years when that, when those two teams happened, Kentucky in 2012 and then Louisville in 2013. And I, and I so I by then had close friends who were fans of both teams at that point. So I got to experience the, the fan experience of those two runs. And I had forgotten sort of the, the quirky things that had to happen for Louisville to make the – 
the Final Four into a championship, right? So they're, they're behind Wichita State. And Tim Henderson, fellow father of four, um, has to go on a crazy run <laughs> against them. And then Luke, Boy, he's been busy. So, so busy. <laughs> it's just stunned that people, you know, I don't know, like interacting with their wives. It's just stunning. Anyways, the um, – and uh, and then and then that Luke hit those threes, just boom, boom, boom in the title game, and you know great performances on the Michigan side as well. And, and you forget how great of a title game that was. And yeah, and so yeah. no, it's been fun. Like you know Paul and the uh, Paul Rogers in the last hour or of the the morning show talking about that and, and how fun those games were. How unlikely the wins were. It was almost like you know the in game predictor of the game probably would have had Louisville losing both of those games, right? And for them to come back the way they did was was pretty spectacular. So yeah, no, well, and that's fun to re- and that's why those. it's so special. It's yeah. it's so difficult, so difficult to do. I mean, even even if you've got a team, I'm look at, look at Gonzaga. I mean, they right? they 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 had within the last three four years, they had the best team in the country. Everybody thought that that. And how many championships did they win? And so it no, that's what makes it such a special feeling because it's so hard to do. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan. I hear the music. Do you want me to get a Baffert guest for tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. I, oh, we we've got not not Tuesday. Tuesday is Avery's day. Well, I thought they could come right on at eleven thirty. I think that'd be perfect. <laughs> get it? Yeah. Tomorrow is true crime. Struggle Tuesday. through Tuesday with us tomorrow. Hey, um, Louie, I've got to say, and, and, and again, Mike did a great job sitting in for you, but uh, I really missed you. So that was that's the last vacation you get to take. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. This, this has been Issel and Louie, ESPN 680 105.7. We'll be back again in the morning, True Crime Tuesday, and we'll talk all about Louisville's victory over Duke <laughs> at go. Cameron. Go Cards! Have a great day, everybody. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.